0: Today, let's pray, with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, What is the kingdom of God like? To what can I compare it? It is like a mustard seed that a man took and planted in the garden. When it was fully grown, it became a large bush, and the birds of the sky dwelt in its branches. Again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch of dough was leavened. The Gospel of the Lord How I wish I could be Bartimaeus for a moment! How I wish I could be that little blind man who doesn't mind shouting out and expressing his need even when others want to silence him! How many Bartimaeus there are in this world, lying by the roadside, silenced by a society that discards what is no longer useful, but at the same time, how nice it is to know that there are also thousands of dedicated hearts, in the church and outside of it, wishing to help those who are left by the roadside. While everything is moving forward, while the media exalts the vanity and superficiality of this world, could it be that you and I are sometimes more blind than Bartimaeus, or, better said, that we have a deeper blindness? Going back to Sunday's Gospel, who was more blind, Bartimaeus or those who wished to silence him? It seems to me that the evangelist wanted to transmit a deeper reality. On the one hand, the blind man couldn't see with his eyes, but he knew how to listen and see with his heart that Jesus was passing through his life. On the other hand, the disciples in the crowd saw Jesus with their eyes, but they were unable to see the need of a brother lying by the side of the road, a sign of the fact that, deep down, they didn't know Jesus' heart always attentive to the needs of the most forsaken. That's why I started by saying how I wish I could be Bartimaeus for a moment, to feel in need of something, becoming aware of how I lack the good that only Jesus can give, the ability to see with the heart. I propose that we make this desire our own and pray, like the blind man on the road, for a miracle to see Jesus, who's always passing through our lives while many pass us by. Let us not forget that every page of the Bible, every scene of the Gospel, is a personal message from God to each one of us. When we read and listen, it is God speaking to us, to all of us. And with regard to a glimpse of today's Gospel, think about what you'd answer if you were asked today what the relationship you have with your best friend, with your husband, with your wife, or with your family is like those daily bonds of love. To answer this, it would be good if we used the comparison that Jesus makes about the kingdom of heaven, because it would help us understand. Let us think of a good and healthy friendship. Let us think of a family when there is true, fruitful love, when the love we experience is that which always seeks the good of others, a love that truly loves, one that does not exclude others, but adds, a love that will never discard or subtract. Isn't it true that kind of love attracts others? Isn't it true that it also makes places bloom and flourish, turning them pleasant and joyful? There is the true thermometer that allows us to know if a friendship or family lives a true and open love. What love-measuring device am I referring to? To the one that shows us that others can take shelter in it, a love that transforms the realities that surround us from within just like yeast does in dough. I always remember a piece of advice from a priest friend who told me something that lingered in my heart and which I want to share with you. A true friendship, he told me, is never exclusive, but inclusive. And he also told me, do not use the word or too much, this or that, this friendship or the other, this person or the other, but rather use the word and as in this and that, this friend and the other, this family and the other. Today's glimpses of the Gospel teaches us that our all, or our everything, doesn't necessarily have to be great or plentiful. As we were saying yesterday, in the Kingdom of God, our all can be contained in a seed and grow from it. A tiny seed contains everything that's needed for a plant to grow. And even though it may be tiny at the onset, a plant can turn into something huge. So, if you want to give your everything to God, don't wait until you've accomplished great things for this world, which thrives on show and appearances. You can give everything, you can give your all, and nobody needs to know. The wonderful thing about this is that we can choose to give our all in every decision we make. This isn't a mathematical equation in which everything is cumulative, and that's a good thing. If we weren't able to give everything yesterday, then perhaps today we can. If in our previous decision we weren't able to give our all, perhaps in the next one we can try again. The important thing is to want to give everything to God, knowing that the Kingdom of God is a relationship of love that we build day after day and that this relationship grows to the extent that we give everything we can, even though it may not seem like much. I dare say that the Kingdom of Heaven is like the ampersand symbol, a symbol that connects and makes things grow. The Kingdom of Heaven is the Kingdom of God in our hearts, yours and mine, and in the hearts of so many millions of people. The Kingdom of Heaven has existed since God became man and dwelt among us. God and man, human and divine, dead and risen. He who loved, loves, and wants to be loved. He who unites, but at the same time respects diversity. The way that Jesus chose to live, the path he adopted and that he proposes for each of us, is a kingdom that develops into a huge bush that spreads its arms over all time, past, present, and future and it gives us shelter today so that we may too learn to shelter others. Your family, your friends, and your healthy relationships are like miniature kingdoms of heaven where you coexist with God, where you can become the tree and the yeast, where there can be shelter and growth for others, and where you and others learn to give everything. The kingdom of heaven begins in each of our hearts, right here and now, not yesterday or tomorrow. But now, remember that the key is the ampersand symbol. Use it to create connection and union, just as Jesus brought us all together in His heart with His love, because love shelters and ferments the dough of the hearts of all those who open up to Jesus' message of love. Your family and mine may be small in the grand scheme of life, as is your prayer group, your parish, your group movement your friendships. Everything is as small as a mustard seed, and the effect of each maybe is imperceptible as yeast, but what does it matter? What if we were to try to foster the growth of every one of these seeds, these parts, by giving everything and providing shelter without excluding anyone? Growth and fermentation can only occur where there is shelter, when others are included and when we propose to love God with all of our heart, soul, and spirit. And as we follow this path, we trust that loving God will help us love more people every day by loving each person that God places in our path. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.